Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. On this podcast, I'm inviting you into my personal library to experience my favorite erotica. All of the volumes that I will read from are on my shelves. Each week, I will treat you to a piece of erotica, either my own or from one of my favorite authors. Some weeks, I will be joined by these amazing authors themselves, and you will have the chance to hear them read their own work. This podcast is being supported by my Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash Lori Beth Bisbee. For people who subscribe, you will have access to special interviews with authors and readings and also to special events. So grab your drink of choice, get comfortable, and enjoy a peek into my erotic world. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. Today I'm going to read you some more of my erotica and I'm going to start with a piece that was written in September 2010. On your knees, he growls as he enters the room. I am lying curled up on a thick scarlet silk blanket. I rise to my knees quickly, thighs open. My mop of copper curls is in disarray from sleep. My heart is pounding, the blood rushing in my ears. I smell his anger and his arousal in a pungent musk with an acrid tang. The aftertaste of tobacco arouses me unexpectedly. I associate that taste and smell with him. With effort, I keep my eyes down. Without restraints and without commands, I struggle inside to keep to my place. I bite my tongue to stop myself from speaking. He chuckles. That's right. Be quiet. Just wait. I moan. The waiting is filled with energy. Attention paid to every sight, sound, and nuance. The kinetics of arousal. My heat rises. The charge builds in me until I am sure I will become like lightning during a volcanic eruption. His hand grasps my hair and pulls my head back until he can see my eyes. What is your name? he demands. E, I reply. The slap catches me unprepared. My head snaps back with the force and tears come to my eyes. He traces his handprint on my face as I shudder. What is your name? he snarls. I tremble and whisper, E. He pulls my head back further. He strokes the frigid metal of the gun barrel against my cheek. Tears flow down my face. He strokes the muzzle of the gun over my neck. The smell of the gun oil mixes with the smell of my fear. He asks me one more time, What is your name? I have no name, I whimper. He removes his belt. It is black leather and made to wear with jeans and work pants, not a suit. I smell saddle soap and oils as he strokes my face with the belt. It's wrapped around his fist. I struggle to remain quiet but cannot suppress a deep moan. The moan moves through my whole body. He presents the belt wrapped around his fist for me to kiss. I taste the flesh side of the belt. It's salty with a tang. I imagine the taste of my blood viscous and metallic. He bends me over the bench. I hear the whoosh of the belt just before it welts my ass. I yelp, but do not move. 
he hits me four times quickly, each stripe landing slightly higher than the last. My whole ass is burning. I can feel the welts beginning to swell. The next four stripes come harder on top of the first four. I scream, still managing to hold myself in place. My flesh is burning. My cunt is dripping wet. My nipples are like rubies, hard and red. In one motion he enters my slick cunt and presses so deep I can feel him in my chest. He has one hand in my hair, pulling my head back, exposing my throat as he thrusts into me, pounds into my raw ass, bending me into a bow. I howl my pain and my pleasure. He lets go of my hair and rakes his claws down my back, down my arms, as he continues to fuck me. He is bent over me, fucking me harder and faster. He growls in my ear, Come. I howl my release as he bites into my neck. He thrusts again, pulling me to him, grabbing my breasts, raking over my nipples with claws, pulling me to him again as he empties his balls deep inside my cunt. He collapses on top of me, pressing my body into the bench, pressing on my raw, bruised flesh. Mine, he rumbles into my ear, biting hard enough to draw just a drop of blood. He gathers the tears from my face as he murmurs, Mine. Surrender reminds me of glow sticks, that popping sound when the plastic breaks and the two chemicals mix to produce bright, brilliant, colorful light. Surrender reminds me of wax melting, dripping at first until the heat rises, then liquefying. My body glows bright, my body warm, honey dripping. The heat rises from the base of my spine, up my back, spreading slowly until I am completely enveloped. The dragon uncoils from slumber at the base of my slime. Glory in his beauty, his sinuous motion. Surrender. Surrender. 
when I can no longer resist, when I can no longer fight, the wolf's teeth on my throat, the throat I have bared in surrender, the smell of his fur, his musk interweaves with mine, desire and fear intertwine. His fur surrounds me, my body, my heart, my mind, my soul, all that I am, all that I ever was, all that I ever will be, offered up to you. Now, your body, your heart, your mind, your soul, and all the talents and skills at your disposal to be turned to your will, your pleasure, yours, surrender, your collar around my throat, reflecting the wellspring of emotion. Reflecting the intensity of heat, reflecting my joy serving you. Pleasure coalesces. My nostrils flare. The fresh scent of the conifers plays over my nose. This crisp scent converts to a sharp tang on my tongue. My hair is loose down my back, brushing against the small, just about two inches above the cleft of my ass. The small hairs on my arms and the back of my neck rise. Someone is near. I dart off further into the trees. My breathing is loud in my ears as my feet pound the earth. The howling begins, shaking me to my core. 
I cannot tell how many wolves are stalking, but it's clearly more than one. My nostrils twitch and I catch the wolf scent, musky, acrid, and oh so arousing. I take off running again as quickly as I can. I resist the urge to whimper in response to the howls. I smell the water before I see it. Perhaps if I can cross through quietly, my scent trail will be lighter. I notice the forest has gone quiet. The birds have stopped calling. Even the insects are silent. I look around and see no sign of any predators. The wolf scent remains strong. I enter the water as quietly as I can. Every splash sounds like a bomb exploding. As soon as I have crossed the stream, I sprint. Running as low to the ground as I can, I use all my power to move quickly. I know I don't have much of a lead, and all of my body is alert. It is too quiet here. Looking up, I briefly consider climbing, but I'm not very good, and it will make too much noise. I'm shivering as I run. The adrenaline enhances my performance briefly, and I speed deep into the trees. Sunlight filters through the canopy, turning the forest surreal. It is beautiful, but partly obscures my vision. I'm breathing heavily. My pace is slowing. I fall heavily as you land on my back, claws digging into my shoulders, teeth on my neck. Your scent fills my nostrils. Instinct takes over and I am struggling. I moan as I do the conflict apparent in my body's responses. I am struggling to move away. Am I struggling to move away from your hardness or towards it? Are the spasmodic jerks of my body attempts to break free or my body moving perilously close to orgasm? Your teeth are deep in my neck and the sound of you growling pushes me further. I struggle until I feel you begin to pierce my skin. The fight washes out of me as that languorous heat moves through my body. I'm moaning steadily now as I feel you begin to feed, balancing on the knife edge of orgasm. Will you let me come? Craving. Some synonyms. 
appentance, appetite, desire, hunger, itch, longing, lust, thirst, wish, yearning for yen, crave, ache for, covet, cry out, die for, dream, eat one's heart out, fancy, give eye teeth for, hunger for, itch for, long for, lust after, need, pine for, require, sigh for, spoil for, suspire, thirst for, fixation. For me, craving is more than desire, a wish or an itch. Craving comes from intense hunger, from longing, from need. Without what I crave, I suffer. Craving can have an element of obsession. For ages, the ringtone on my phone was an excerpt from Kiss from a Rose. The song haunted me for a long time, and so I made it my ringtone. I never connected it with the person who embodied that song for me while it was haunting me. The lines, there's so much a man can tell you, so much he can say. You are my power, my pleasure, my pain. Baby, to me, you're like a growing addiction that I can't deny. Can you tell me, is that healthy, babe? That energy, the intense connectedness, the intense heat, that bit of being off balance are parts of what I crave. Those sharp feelings building until bursting in blue heat, building to white heat, eventually dying down to embers are capable of being reignited simply by blowing on them. I long to be consumed, to have my attention captivated, to surrender completely over and over again. I long to explore the cravings I have not often talked about through embarrassment, through fear of rejection, through fear of being lost to these desires. After my experience with Alton at age 19, the craving intensified. Having asked the gods to bring me a master with no qualification, I received Alton and then paid for my audacity, my arrogance, and my mistake. Our first two weeks together were all I had secretly dreamed. It was only much later that I understood that he had planned things that way. His mistake was moving too quickly and underestimating me. Had he taken a bit more time with me, I would have died for him, as others did later. I tried to walk away from my desires afterwards, but found it impossible to completely do so. Some nights I would wake from dreams of Alton with my pussy drenched and my body trembling. Other times I would wake from nightmares of Alton screaming. The dreams were about sucking his dick, being fucked in the ass, double penetration with Alton in my ass and a friend in my pussy the butcher knife being held at my throat while he was fucking me, rimming him, him biting my breast and drawing blood. Nightmares were about never being able to see those I loved again, of dying as he choked me. I remember his scent, and it still makes me drip. I remember the sound of his voice, the taste of him all over, and the feel of his nails. After tons of his work, I no longer fear him. Long after he was dead, I was sure he was stalking me. He did so while he was alive. After tons of work, I only taste the good parts now. This is my benchmark for craving. Afterwards, I shut it down. It is too frightening to deal with that craving, and too dangerous. I allowed this to open again a few years ago, and now the craving only gets worse. I am embracing that part of my nature, the part of me that craves.